Back ahead, Danny Briere. Briere sets up Carl. Side of the net, deflected, score! This is the Liberty L episode 21. I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stumpo. We are here. The Flyers are here. And we're here for that. So let's just get right into... Do you want to get to the latest game, Ottawa, first? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do the most recent, for sure. So 4-3 win. Fast start. Uh, second period was real terrible. Lawton with a big goal. Law- huge goal. Just that perfect timing kind of goal right after the deflating kind of let's start goal. it off let's just get right into Scott Lawton to start this off because he's been on the minds of probably every fan especially after that game oh, I mean sure. I, I he's been on fire I mean we've been texting for the last couple of weeks about how different he looks this he year looks completely yeah I mean he was the only flyer last year that I could sit down and look you in the eye and say that he was the only flyer that consistently showed up you know what I mean last year you could always count on Scott Lawton last year to look good. Yeah, he's I been he's he been looked, a good bottom sixer for yes, years, but now he's looking like a great one. I saw a, a tweet on Twitter. It was saying that how Scott Lawton's like the perfect contending bottom sixer, like that, that the guy who gets you the timely goals, enforcer, not not an enforcer, but like he he will hit you. You know what I mean? Like him cursing at Ottawa, just that that kind of stuff is just really awesome to see. That kind of stuff in playoff time is going to be really fun to see. I've always liked Scott Lawton. We tweeted out, yeah, I tweeted out yesterday on our account about how he was kind of perceived as a bust two years ago. I mean, there was two years ago people were ready to give up on Scott Lawton. I mean, was I one of them? I don't think I was ready to give up on him. Were you? Were, were we ready to give up on him? I'm not sure. I think, we were, I think we were just disappointed, and I tweeted that out after I tweeted out the yeah. version. I was disappointed with him because, of course, where of where he was drafted, he's going to get that. He's going to get that expectation. It comes with like where you're drafted. You can't help that. He can't help that. It's not his fault. It's just the expectation that comes with getting drafted as high as he did. But I never, I knew the kind of skill Scott Lawton had, and he's finally put the defensive game and the offensive game together, and it's awesome to see. He's been our best, one of our best players this year. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's not no longer playing with shitty line mates. You know, yeah, he's playing no, with Kevin sure. Hayes and Joel Farabee, and two guys that can set you up. Kevin Hayes is a puck possession monster. Farabee wins board battles. That's just that line. Yeah. We've been saying it uh, all week. That line's been buzzing for sure. Yeah. They're they're completely on. Their I chemistry's think, clicking. I think it's a combination of both him developing his abilities over the years, plus playing with really good players. I think it's a combination of both for how well he's been playing lately because, again, yeah. last year he played well without those two guys. So it's awesome to see him just keep progressing and be better each game because he's definitely done it. For the most part, everyone looks better this year. And we we, sure. we said it on the podcast. We said AV system is going to make guys you didn't know who could fly, fly on the ice. Like you're gonna we be did like, say that shit. for sure. Look, it, it's paying off on guys like Pitlick, Raffle, Lawton. These are all guys who we, who we constantly are praising. And in our bottom six, and they're getting better. So I feel like Provy. Provy looks like he's more free with the puck, especially in the O zone. How many times have we seen Provy jump up on the rush this year? He looks like he actually has it put together now. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he's confident now, and maybe it's the freedom that Av gave to these kids that we've talked about—not just the kids, but the team itself. I, I'm gonna say what he's doing right now. I don't. If Av was here, I don't even think he would have been doing it last year. I think that's just how much he improved this offseason. Like, do you see the way he he pivots? That takes yeah. so much lower body strength to get. Like on the Montreal goal, he, he pivoted out to get the rush to go on Max Domi. But yeah, um, he, dude, he's just he's just a workhorse. I I feel like he's just improved his game. He's put it together offensively. Yeah, he's uh, that perfect bottom sixer. Like, that shot against Ottawa. I mean. It it all started with the home opener in New Jersey when that clap bomb he scored went in. Like, ever since then he's just been scoring yeah, all the I'm, time. And I'm pretty sure we said that in the off season about how Scott Lawton is a good player, but he's just a really good bottom six. Yeah, yeah, we said play that. Him that. If you play him in that position of where he's supposed to be and where he fits in best on this team, he's gonna flourish. That's what he's done. Like he's been playing in the perfect spot of for his abilities. You know what I mean? To uh. Not not a prototypical, but uh, ideal Flyers lineup right now. Scott Lawton's probably your four C, and you have somebody else on that third line. Third line W. JVR. Yeah, but he's he's earned it. Like I said last week, he's if you earn the ice time, he's gonna give it to you. He's done it with the kids. 
And I love the fact that he does it with the veteran guys too. It's well, awesome. Lawton even acknowledged that in the post game um, with his coach. He said like the AV gave him more ice time throughout mm-hmm. the game. And yeah. You said how much he enjoyed that. So all these interviewers, uh, the the kids that are interviewing with the the media and shit. I've seen a lot of quotes lately about how close this team is, how free they get to play. And Kevin Hayes the other day saying this is the closest team I've played on. Kevin Hayes, after the Ottawa Senators game, he took Frost, Farabee, Sanheim, a bunch of other kids out to Tacanelli's Pizza where he went with Bryce Harbor for the Did pizza he really? review. He took them all there, yeah. That's awesome. They all had like Christmas sweaters on and shit like that. Oh, I didn't see that. Where was that at? Was that on Twitter? Uh, it was Kevin Hayes' Instagram story, Instagram I think. Story. Damn. That's awesome. It's, it's good. Yeah, like like... Like I said, he said it's the closest team he's been on. He's been on some good teams. I mean, he was with the Rangers team. They went to yeah. the like they were in the play deep in the playoffs before. So that's it's awesome to see. It goes to show you how close this team is, man. Like this team's good. We have a good hockey team in Philadelphia now, and I'm comfortable. I think we're far enough into the season. I mean, we said it last week. We've been saying they're a good hockey team, but for all the people that are saying, oh, like basically for the people who don't trust them yet. Because there's a lot of people out there right now who don't trust them. Still, you can trust them. They're a good hockey team. At the least, we can say right now they they're a good hockey team. Uh, yeah. I mean, in the beginning, we said like ten, fifteen games is nothing. But I mean, they're almost halfway through the season. Yeah, like they're, it's, it's they're December. Good. Yeah, they're good. By now, right now, last year we were in turmoil. Flusher just became the GM. We were on a completely different. The fact that we're here already is. Should, we should give praise to Fletcher and AV for how, honestly, how quickly they've turned this around. No, nobody expected for us to be this good this quick. Did you? Yeah, I think I think we. Said yeah, I kind of did. We didn't. I think we he said, has four points, eight games. Yeah, I, I would have seen that. I think we said before the season though that we wouldn't be surprised if they started out slow because of the new regime, the new. And it, I mean, it's not an excuse if it did happen, but. Because they're professional hockey players, they should probably be shown up. But, yeah, they've just been playing really good hockey. And I think they've been playing really good hockey for long enough to the point where we can say they're a very good hockey team. No, I totally agree. Um, Konechny scores in that game, assisted by Frost and Giroux. Good to see Frost get a point. Then Konechny leaves, uh, hit up high after he was admiring his pass or whatever. What are your thoughts on the the I actually wanted you to bring up your... Your comparison you had because of Lindros. Uh, all right, yeah. Stands. So, so before the game, they were showing like Lindros with his son, I think, yeah. pre skate, like on the ice skating around, and it showed him up in the box. And when Konechny got hit, I was like, and then he was he was he was just flat down the way Lindros was flat down, and I was like, that looks like eerily similar. Obviously, not the same result. Like Konechny's not. Hopefully, we haven't gotten. Uh, on him yeah, yet. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he'll be alright. We got God forbid, he'll be alright. But it didn't look like that bad like it, it, it could have been a lot worse like it definitely looked like it was bad yeah prayers out to connect me we hope you're all right bud kid uh my thoughts on the hit i saw some people saying it's dirty some people saying it's clean it's a clean hit it's just like it's, it's a dirty player's hit but it's a yeah. clean hit you it's, know what i mean it's weird with tk because the way because of how small he is honestly the way people hit him or like it's different like, it's gonna look like he got elbowed but the dude's not gonna like you know what I mean. Bend down and hit yeah. him, so it's it does look weird when TK gets popped. But when a six one six, like when Hayes gets popped, it doesn't look weird because he's just so big. But yeah, a smaller guy getting popped looks dirtier than it actually is. I think. But I, I'm gonna say this: like, it sucks do I think it was kind of a dirty hit? Yes, but it's a legal hit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's allowed to do that. Like Konechny just got rid of the puck. He has his head down. Any hockey, any old time hockey player is gonna tell you like you're gonna get killed there. You know what I mean? It's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you're gonna get killed there. But that being said, Borowicki or whoever hit him, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He um, like that's still like he knew what he was doing. I think. Like yeah, I, I mean, think he was he, just yeah. trying to spark some energy. Yeah. I guess. I mean that's how hockey teams get going. Obviously it worked. Scott Lawton cursed at them after he scored a goal. So maybe it did work for a little bit, but we got the last laugh. And that that stretch of time during the game, after um, TK got hit and then Farabee got hit, yeah, when Voracek went out and fought, <laughs> I love Voracek. It was awesome. Fighting. I love when he gets aggressive and he starts. <laughs> I, I fighting. love it, but you know he's not gonna win when he drops the gloves. No, I, he no he does. He does win. He wins, bro. Look, look at his fight against uh, Pittsburgh. 
couple years so, back, he destroyed that guy. Yeah, you're right, dude. He sometimes he does go guy. off, but sometimes it's usually like a weird-looking fight. But sometimes he does snap and get really angry yeah. and, and, and kind of like deck somebody. But usually he I love it. I, I love the passion. Yeah, so I love, I he love. Plays with. That's when you know Jake's at his peak. When he's, the comment he made, he was like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm back on that kind of bullshit. Like that's the that's how you know Jake's playing his his kind of hockey when he's fighting people, getting angry. It's great to see out of Jake for sure. It, it was awesome to see just the whole team respond to that. Like directly after Niskanen comes out and lays out Kachuk along the boards, and then yeah, Scott, everybody and then was Scott Lawton starts laying the body as well. I love it. And I texted you during the game. I said the Flyers are playing angry right now, and I love it. And you could see it like Coots went into the boards against three dudes. This was directly, like, after all this shit started heating up, the Voracek yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. Coots went in the boards and literally, like, shoved guys off. Like, you could tell he was pissed. The whole team was pissed. That line was pissed. Like, Katoria, Limbaum, Voracek, they ran into the zone. They just looked faster. They looked angry. They were all over. And it was all... Like, Katoria looked... Against the, against the centers, like, playing angry, it, it made me hopeful because when we actually play in like big games that matter mm-hmm. and the intensity picks up like that like Couturier is just going to go to a different level and Couturier I want to get on a topic with him he he's different man and I love it on Twitter I see a lot of tweets now he's starting to get the recognition that he deserves nationally now, yeah we talked about sure. how, he, how he hasn't really been recognized nationally yet it's starting to happen, man. It's this is three, four years and him being an elite two way forward, and it's it's awesome to see because he deserves it. He's the heart and soul of this team right now. He's our best player, I think. Right oh, yeah, now. he's definitely our best player, and he's gonna be our best player for years. He's yeah, I think he's our best. I mean, right now, Konechny has twenty eight points, but Couturier, hey, oh Couturier, wow, has twenty two. I can't stop thinking about the the Konechny loss, dude. Like that, I know. especially this week. I'm not going to overreact until I get an update. No, I mean, th- he's going to miss games, though. Maybe. Like, I mean, we play Wednesday. Yeah, but I feel like if he was going to play Wednesday, they wouldn't be like, update Monday, upper body yeah. injury type Yeah, yeah, thing. I mean, we'll definitely see it. Like I said, I don't want, like, right yeah. now I don't want to be like, We're not making assumptions. Oh, I'm really mad. But then, like, tomorrow comes out that he's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I'm just upset at the yeah. fact that the lines are going to have to be juggled now, probably, unless they're putting JVR right up there, and I guess maybe that'll work, but... Um, I mean, probably, maybe. It, it's still like that guy is your leading scorer. Yep. Uh, in that Toronto game, I remember it was 2-1. And I thought to myself, there is no flyer I want on the rush shooting the puck more than I want Travis Konechny shooting the puck on the rush because he, he is our best finisher. He's our best scorer. And I want to throw Limbaugh. In a man. 2-1 game, especially against the Senators, like there was multiple times where I was like, I one goal game, I want TK out on the ice to put the dagger in, just like he did against Toronto, and it, it, it's going to suck. No, definitely. If, if he, he misses a long period of time. He doesn't drive lines, like, stat-wise, but he's really important to that top line. Even how good those other two guys are, how skilled Morgan Frost and Claude Giroux are, he is a huge part of that line. He's and been the best player on that line. Yeah, he's been... He's been better than Giroux and Frost. And I don't mean that in, like, a... No, like it's, it's the, a good Frost problem. and Giroux's been bad. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, Konechny's been on the money all year. Yeah, it's, it's like, a very good problem to have, my friend. We have three lines that we can roll out against teams. Like I said, Drew, Frost, and Konechny get off the ice. After going through that torture in the Ozone, you got to face Couturier, the best two-way center in the league. And then Lindblom. <laughs> like it's, 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 more, it's awesome to see the depth that this team has. And we, we were told by that old regime that we had depth, but we really didn't have depth. And now we have depth, and it's awesome. I'm very excited. Uh, do you know Dan Rosen from NHL Network? Mm-hmm. So I, I believe he predicted the Flyers to not make the playoffs, and he just <gasps> and he tweeted out today. He tweeted out yeah. today. Full disclosure: mm-hmm. I did not think the Flyers would be good enough to have 17 wins in their first 30 games. Questions cool. about D. Man, nah, I nah, I agreed with him. I mean, like going into the year, <laughs> didn't I you just say like 10 minutes him. ago you thought that we were going to be a good team? Yeah, but I don't blame a national like a team who has sucked for the last six years, been mediocre, comes back with the same roster. I'm not going to hate the guy for thinking, hey, still the same roster. They're going to be it's, shit. I mean, it's not the same roster. We've said that before. It, well, I, we know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, he, obviously he knows that. He's a national guy. Yeah, but it's the same leadership core. It's the same team. Like, do, do you blame people before the year for not predicting us to go to the playoffs if they're not from Philadelphia, if they're from oh, no. New York? Like, no. like this guy? I mean, like... Obviously not because we don't know what's going on in Florida. You know what I mean? Like they could be a, you know what I mean? Like they could be a good team next year, and we would have no idea it happened until it happened. 
So he says, full disclosure, I did not think the Flyers would be good enough to have 17 wins in their first 30 games. Questions about D mainly, but it helps when you consistently find ways to win one goal games. They are 9-1-5 and five in one goal games, by the way. Mm-hmm. And dominate the third period, plus 12 goal differential in the third period. He said, impressive. Now, it's awesome to get a guy. I mean, I was not laughing at it, but I was just making a little joke. It's awesome that a national guy has come back and starting to recognize this team, man. It's it's exciting to see him. I mean, to see him own up to his because he didn't think the Flyers were gonna make the playoffs. That's pretty funny. But I think the I, Flyers officially got on the map after that Toronto, Toronto game. Yeah, for sure. Like that was a statement game, a game where. You, we made them look soft. Like, we just dominated. Yeah, he knows we what he's talking about, too. Like, he knows hockey. So, to have him come out and take back what he said earlier in the season and be like, oh, cool. This team's good. Yeah. It's very exciting to see. And it just backs up what we've been saying about this team since June. So. But look at Toronto after the game. They literally were saying, Austin Matthews in the post game. he was saying, like, we fold it, we quit. Like, with that, with that, we <laughs> wore them down. Entity, we they wore have them so down. many problems. Yeah. They're soft. I wouldn't want to be no, a Toronto Kevin, fan right now. That's that's a Kevin joke. Hayes completely outworked at Austin Matthews on that Scott Lawton goal. Up and down the ice. He was just Matthews was on his back trying to get the puck from him. No Matthews he was Hayes uh, all day, baby. He should have had Giroux on the Yeah. On the TK pass to Giroux. He should he was he caught puck watching. Yep. He didn't get Giroux. He does puck watch a lot. I've watched that, but he's not a flyer, so I don't really care. Yeah, he makes twelve million dollars, so good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Marner's better. Is that pretty safe to say? You think Mitch Marner is better than him? Um, I think he's better than him. That's that's a hard one. I know, but Mitch Marner. I'm really I'm gonna good. say from a, from a pure talent standpoint, no. But I'm gonna say Mitch Marner right now is more important than Maple Leafs than Austin Matthews is. Especially at last year in the playoffs, like Marner in Game Three, he had I love how you take a bunch of block like shots. <laughs> what? I don't know. You, I mean, like what you your answer was like the most, the, the perfect answer that you could have gave me. Skill base wise, <laughs> but right now, I mean, it's the it's very true. Like he's Mitch Marner is probably like every Toronto's fans favorite, favorite player. Right now, yeah. yeah, he reminds me of TK, dude. TK, dude, he's more and more reminding me of Marshy. Like he's just he's just what, a Marner mini- or TK. TK, he's just Mar- a scrappy know. little dude with a wrist shot. I fucking hate Marshy. <laughs> yeah, but he's good, he's so dude. Good. He I is know. fucking good. I mean, that's the same thing with Crosby. I hate Crosby because I'm a Flyers fan, but like you can't deny his. Greatness, greatness. He's especially after he so won the good. other two cups. Like there was a point in time, like after 2012, where we were really talking shit. I haven't really like shit talked the Penguins for years because I've just like like they're better. Yeah, you, you can. can, you can, you you seriously can because they have so many cups and not from 1975. <laughs> yeah, I know, not from an era where you could get away with murder. <laughs> Goss despair is kind of heating up. Yeah, it's great to see Ghost finally get some goals. So in. He had a goal in. The Toronto game? Yeah. He had a goal in the Senators game. Mm-hmm. Who was the other team he's going against? Calgary? His first game back? Yeah, or Detroit? It was Detroit. It was the yeah. weird goal. Yeah, it was the Black Friday, the turnaround backhand mm-hmm. goal. The um, weird deflection turning into that really nice shot against Toronto is just the confidence thing. He's, like you said, when you were watching it live, you saw the way he skated in, the momentum he had going forward. How about Toronto quitting in. on that? That was the laziest line change I think I've ever seen from an opposing team. They just let him waltz right in. The, first, the goalie just... should have had that, but yeah, for like, sure. I mean, I don't know. It's that a bomb. bomb. Yeah, it's a bomb. Yeah. We would be screaming if the Flyers got caught like that. We we would be pissed, dude. That's the type of game that would happen to us last year. Like what happened to them? Two <laughs> yeah. one, like dagger goal from Konechny. Then the floodgates open up six one. They're just laughing at their own team, and. uh that's because Hackstall's on the Leafs now. <laughs> That's why they had that kind of game, bro. That's why they're quitting. I love it, dude. The, Riley CC is like still their number one pairing, and that Riley? that's got Hackstall written Riley all Cece? over. Yeah, I that's think that's the first pairing. No, no, Morgan Riley oh, and then Cody CC. Uh, I was like, dude, wait, what? Riley CC? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> so you got Morgan Riley, Cody CC. Cody CC is terrible. Is is like he's god awful. He's Toronto like the McDonald of he's the, McDonald's. the Leafs. Like I said, that has Hackstall written all over. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know. It just it further backs up what we went through for like four years. We we, we weren't the crazy ones. He's putting Co- CC with Morgan Riley. It's the same thing with putting McDonald with Provy. Yeah. You just it just. How, how about haven't heard from Morgan Riley in a while? <laughs> how about TK and Ghost getting those goals right in his mitt, though, dude? Wasn't yeah. that sick? You know, Limblom scored and just stared at him, dude. He was just press box, eh? Press box. 
he sat under the press box. Him, Ghost, TK, who else? Who else was fell victim to Hackstall's press box? Sandheim did San- for oh, a San- while. Sandheim was <laughs> yeah. in the doghouse. Bad, dude. Remember he, he like made the team and then he didn't play till that duck game? Yeah, the remember when game? he made the team that wasn't told he made the team? Yeah, he had to find out yeah. through a goalie coach or something like That's that. Ridiculous. I read that online. Ridiculous. He, had, he didn't find out from Hexel that he was playing that night. He found out from a goalie coach or something weird. Something like that, yeah. Some, so he found out from somebody that he shouldn't have been finding that information. Your first NHL game, you should be hearing that from the GM of the team and then calling your mom and dad. And, and the coach should be celebrating. like, congrats. Yes. You got work to do. Let's get into that uh, Coyotes game for a little bit. We're not going to touch on it for too long because it's one of those games – where we said it directly after the final whistle. That's like a throwaway game. Like the, the typical yeah. scheduled loss. Arizona, they play very hard on the road. Very suffocating hockey. It's boring hockey is what it is. The Flyers, they, they like they like to control home ice. The Coyotes, they, they they get a couple goals and they really lock it down. I mean, after that first goal, they just contained, contained, contained until they got their dagger. Dude, and I thought we outplayed them after the, the whole game. Goal. The whole we game outplayed we the shit out of yeah. them. And that's we been the story of every game. Yeah, we just yeah, it really has been. We we've outplayed teams in more games than we haven't. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. And way more. I think we've way been out, we've been outplayed like you could probably count them on two two hands. By the way, the Morgan Riley, we've been outplayed. By the way, Morgan Riley has three goals and eighteen assists, twenty one points in thirty one games this year. So he hasn't completely disappeared, but Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> no, he's a stud. Yeah, no, Morgan Riley's awesome. a stud. No, I love Morgan Riley. But back to what we were saying. Uh, Flyers, Coyotes, Niskanen got the only goal. Um, I remember saying, like, we watched the game together, and I remember saying yeah. how smart of a move from AV it was because it really, like, when At you first, I the didn't goal, like it, though. Remember? Uh, yeah, it's scary. It's weird. Like, it's an empty Five net. Minutes, but the way we were dominating, and it really shows, especially after they get the goal, and, like, you go back to the bench, and they're probably all thinking to themselves, like, our, our coach has enough confidence in us to go out and get a goal mm-hmm. that we pull the goalie with five minutes to go. And it's that shit that... That Doug Peterson used to do, like going forward on fourth yeah. down, that like type Give of shit that gets the momentum, boys going, yeah. like trust in your team. I was literally just gonna say that. It's funny, funny you brought that up. No, I think it instills a lot of confidence in everybody on the bench. That oh, I have enough confidence in you to pull the goalie with four minutes that you're gonna score that goal, and it goes a long way. I really do. We thought they were gonna tie that game for sure. No, I really thought they would, yeah. but we just didn't get it done. We didn't finish the opportunities that were presented to us. We could have had like four goals that game. More, maybe more, but shit happens like that. Hockey's weird. Some teams have forty shots on goal. The other team has sixteen, and it's three one. The other team, you know what I mean? Like it's just. Of course, got Kessel breaks his slump against yeah, us too. Yeah, we called that before the game came yeah. on. We, they were showing Phil Kessel warming up, and Danny and I quote, he said he's going to torch us tonight, and he scored the game winning goal, right? So we scored the first goal, which, and he scored the empty netter. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, Jesus Christ. Not fun. Phil uh, Kessel always just daggers us, I feel like. We talked about Voracek getting on, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about Kevin Hayes and JVR real quick because they quietly have been Where are all the Kevin Hayes haters now? Oh, they're gone. They're gone. They're in the yeah. shadows right they're now, gone. man. They want nothing to do with the Liberty Yell. Right we we now. said it, bro. I mean, we said it. Like We've been saying it since June. Go He's back, a good player. Yeah. Go back and listen to the first... In the second and the third episode, yep. get them receipts. You'll see. Like we're not lying. Like we said, Kevin Hayes w- is nobody not paid to put up yes, eighty points. Exactly. Nobody's talking about his contract now because we're winning games. Like no one gives a shit if you're winning games. I mean, it's an obvious thing to say, but it's true. Point. Kevin Hayes was always a good. The contract sucks because we had to overpay him. But guess what? We needed a two C. Where would we be without Kevin Hayes right now? Yeah, because we especially would the, the Nolan be? Patrick thing. Drew it, would be at, at center right now if we didn't have. If we didn't have Hayes. Yeah, we probably would have made a trade or something. And Giroux's just not a center anymore. You know what I mean? It's just shit like that. Yeah, but who would our center be? Who would we have trade? Like, was he better than Kevin Hayes? Probably not. Probably a better contract, I mean, but it, not it a depends better... on the trade. Yeah. yeah. He, he, more of the story, Kevin Hayes has been more than I thought we were beginning from, from from him. Honestly, he's been more. He's a great locker room He's been awesome. Too. Locker room guy. PK has been night and day because of Kevin Hayes. He's finally starting to put up the points, man. He's, he's awesome. He's... I'm... A very big Kevin Hayes fan, for sure. Oh, me too. I, I've always loved Kevin Hayes, especially because I listen to him on Spitting Chicklets a lot. Yeah. And it's, um, I really loved his interviews. Like, you could just tell he was a funny ass guy. And when, when he came here, I was, I knew he was going to mesh well with the funny ass guys in our locker room. Yeah. So, yeah. Kevin Hayes, 
Uh, remember there was a point in time where he was slumping and AV said he wanted more out of him? Yeah. Since then, in uh, the last 10 games, he has a point eight. So what he, was that? He's, he's went was that? two games without... Like late November he did that, right? AV? No, late uh, October. October? Yeah, because we've been going November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, well, I'm sorry. Um, JVR, three points in his last three games. He has four in his last five, I believe. He called that if you want to go over our little things real quick. No, actually, I think I think I said goals. Did you said goals. Yeah. I mean, so goals, points. I'll take. Both. I'll take. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, take three JVR points. For today, sure. Yeah, he needed that for sure. And then mine was Carter Hart shot out, which he should have gotten against Toronto with that fluky fucking. We're, we're goal. counting that. You count yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not counting. Yeah, I'm check gonna... that box, bro. <laughs> yeah. You got that one because that goal that went in was bullshit. I, I keep. Bro, all the goals that get scored on us, and I always say it to you, are just bullshit. Most goals. of them, honestly, are. Like they're weird just, fucking yeah, goals. just mental lapses mm-hmm. and like, like, like Carter Hart against Ottawa, the wraparound goal. When he, do you know how mad I was when that went in? I'm sure you were. I'm, th- I'm not thankful. I kind of missed the game, but yeah, if I saw that line, I would be pissed. I'm kind of glad I was working during that <laughs> for sure. That's a frustrating goal. Yeah, and the did Flyers got Ghost... hemmed in the third too. Yeah. Did you think third. Ghost was gonna like pick it up or something? I I don't know what happened there, bro. It was just miscommunication. It's, uh, I no. I think that's on Ghost. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, get behind the fucking net. You know what I mean? Skate. Like, stop. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, the, like, the, the goalie, you shouldn't be comfortable with the goalie out of the net handling the puck. When you see that is when you should probably get to your spot. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Oh, something I will say. Carter Hart playing the puck this year. Yeah, he's been decent. It's been a, it's been a noticeable, like... Elliot's the one. Improvement. Yeah, yeah. Elliot's a little I mean, reckless, but I'm it's all, worked. It's yeah, worked, though. I'm always screaming. I'm like, Elliot, just stay yeah. in the fucking net. Please just stay in the net. But I saw yeah. a lot of people saying, like... Flyers win that game in Arizona if Carter Hart starts. The, the team scored one goal. Like, what do you think? Carter Hart's letting zero? Like, you Tomatoes think he's getting a shutout? I mean, you know sh- what I mean? Shit happens, man. Yeah. I mean, At the guys, end of the day, the team scored one goal. Yeah. So no matter who was in net, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Whoever was in net, if they let up more one goal or more, we lost. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. So, uh, yeah. which was, Darcy Kemper that game was just yeah. unreal. Just square to Stole every the shot. Game. Stole the game. They, they, you can't even get mad at that. That happens. Carhartt's done that for us plenty of times this year. Oh, Stolen this year. game. Oh, for sure. He did last year and this year. But no, he for sure was... We were commenting in on all night. We watched it together. He was on point all night. He was centered to every shot. He was predicting every shot. Frost had that... Um, Frost had two grade-A chances in that game. I feel like Frost has at least two or three chances a game that you're like, damn, that two inches in, the yeah. other way, that's a goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shot in the Ottawa game, that shot from the slot, I told you while we were watching the replay. Drew feed. The Drew feed that Morgan Frost shot in the slot on the top, below the top, no, 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 I'm sorry, below the left circle in the zone, right there, right where he would be on the power, where we played on the power play two weeks ago. That shot, he's going to get down, and it's going to be lethal. Yeah, when he gets it, when he finally gets that down there, it's going to start coming. It's weird, though. We were saying, like, oh, when he gets it down, but... I feel like most of the shots he's gotten from that point, he's gotten through. The goalie just made a nice save. That Ottawa, Ottawa guy just made a nice save. Who who's their goalie? Uh, it was Craig Anderson was in the saying, beginning, but he left with an injury, and then I think Nielsen came. It was in Nielsen. Then. Yeah. It was just a nice save. I, mean, I feel like he's just been getting, got not robbed, but he's just been not putting it in. I mean, I, eventually he will. But that shot's deadly. Look out for that shot, guys. Seriously. Matt Niskanen, Felipe Myers, two defensemen. I want to get into. We talked about Pro Rob and his uh, offensive improvement mm-hmm. and um, the way he's really like quarterback the power play this year and taking more steps to get on the score sheet. Not only that, we, we talked about how he's learned from Pro Rob on the defensive side of things, but uh, Matt Niskanen has been great. He that block in his uh, the Ottawa game where he blocked the goal mm-hmm. that was that was like I just love the shit he does. And same with Phil Myers and. We were talking about him heavy the other day and how he has nine points in his first 16 games this season. I mean, mm-hmm. as a defenseman, that's that's a really good pace. You for know a I young mean? defenseman, it's a yeah. good pace, for sure. Plus 14, we we know. Like, it's a little plus, skewed, though. He scored the first two two games he was in the league. First three games. Three games. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's a little skewed, but he's still been decent. Plus minus, uh, he's, he's a 14 for this year. Like, that's not a stat you want to like go off of, but when it's plus 14, yeah. that says something. When it's I mean, that big. Yeah. But yeah, that means, that means then, you're winning games. Then I mean. again, I, I I hate the plus minus stat a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. But when I see plus fourteen, that makes me happy. Yeah, for like, sure, it can... means he's on the ice for fourteen more goals than against. Like that's and he's been here for seventeen games. I said like 
if it was a full season plus 14, like, yeah, that's yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that. But in 17 games, that means he's really dominated those 17 yeah, games for sure. when he's on the ice. Um, his pass. I had pass, multiple, multiple passes. That pass to TK for that game-breaking goal, TK on a 2 and one was beautiful. And then the, the, the pass to JVR. I think is one of the nicest passes I think I've ever seen. That was a beautiful Eric Carlson esque. I, I said pass. to you, I was like, you know, it's a good pass when JVR is going on a breakaway because that motherfucker is not fast <laughs> enough to go on breakaways. No, not at all. He's just not good with the puck on his stick, like skating with it. It's not good without it either. Like it's uh, he's putting together he's a, a couple scorer. points. Yeah, that's he's what he's a scorer. finisher, but he's not finishing. He's we just want a him to finisher, finish. Eh? Yeah, we want him to finish. He's a finisher, bro. Fucking rights, boys. I love JVR. The Scott Law, and he's like, ah, oh, Kachuk, you fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> got on the bench. But you want to wrap things up on Niskanen before we get into the mailbag? Yeah. Um, Matt we, Niskanen. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, we, we talk about it every week. Yeah, the the just, improvement just, this guy is Every made, week, like, he's just in it week in, week out. He's just a consistently good player. And it's been awesome to see. It's a great accusation. Like I said in a tweet last week, each week that passes... That trade looks better and better. That Gudis Niskanen trade. And same with the Pitlick Hartman. Yeah, all day. Um, Tuck Fletcher, you're the dude. Because right now you're you're looking good, man. You're looking good. AV as well, for sure. But now, our first ever official mailbag show. Official? We've done this before. Yeah, but most questions we've gotten. So I'm gonna make this the first one. We announced it before the show. I'm gonna. All right. I'm going to announce this right, as so, the show. So if we were, like, on the radio, it, you would hear, like, some dank noise. It would be like, dee 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 and it would be like, mailbag, T-O-Y. Just picture that, transition into this. And welcome back. So, for first question is Adam. Love Adam. Loyal listener. Loyal listener to Loves the pod. The pod. We Thank love you back. We do. Of course. We love everybody. All of our followers. Do the Flyers pursue Taylor Hall? Thought about this for a little bit. Um, as I did, as did I. And things that were going through my head were, all right. So the Flyers, well, the way they're playing right now, they're probably going to be some type of buyer at the deadline. Mm-hmm. But I also think New Jersey's smart enough to not wait till the deadline because they're going to get peanuts for him instead if they traded him right now. His value, what they're going to get back, goes down every single day closer to the trade yeah. deadline because teams know that. The leverage, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. You don't think some team that thinks they're one guy away would pay a big price for Taylor Hall? Taylor Hall's getting paid. I mean, like, trade-wise. Like, yeah, you don't think they no. would give up something big at the trade deadline for a rental Taylor Hall for a playoff run? Like, you're talking about a team in general or the Flyers? No, like a team in general. Oh, Just... yeah, no, he's, he's gone. I think he leaves New Jersey through trade before the deadline. Yeah. And I'm saying, I, I think the only way the Flyers would pursue him would be, would be at the deadline. I don't think right now because like you're winning games. You're not you're not shaping. Yeah. You're not shifting the core right now. You're a top five team in the NHL. Just go with what works. So yeah. So you're saying if they trade for him at the trade deadline, you're probably giving up the least. Yeah, the Devils. But I'm, what I'm saying, the Devils aren't going to wait until the deadline. So I yeah. don't think the Flyers will ever pursue him yeah. unless he's maybe a UFA next year and you get rid of Orchek's contract yeah. somehow. I guess we'll see what what teams will give up for him because we've seen we've seen him get traded for. A player that it wasn't as good as he, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't predict the NHL, so we'll you're, see by trade day. You also have to think he has a year left mm-hmm. on his deal, and he's thirty. So teams might be a little hesitant to yeah. go all in unless they get the word from him that it, gonna he'll resign yeah. for a max. Or... He's thirty too, so we gotta keep that in mind as well. Yeah, he's still young, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's not young, young, but he's not young, young, but he's thirty, so you gotta keep that in mind. He's not going to sign like a seven-year contract. You think? Someone? Yeah, hundred percent, thirty-seven, hundred percent, dude. He, I mean, he was he, he, he was an MVP. Yeah, he was an MVP. He's getting he's getting a lot of money. He's getting a lot of years, and a lot of teams are going to go after it. I just think we're a top-five team in the NHL. We're not doing it because yeah. who, who can you trade? Because if, yeah, it would have to be like a salary yeah. dump again. But probably be Voracek. I mean, yeah, but who, I don't think they would want board. him yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm fighting a battle with myself right now. I'm just kind of yeah. spitting things out. So I, I'm gonna say no, but anything could happen. So I I knew I was gonna say no from the jump. I and just and we're a metro ride. Yeah, I just don't not... think the Flyers would. I mean, yeah, I would love to have Taylor Hall. I just don't think the Flyers would ever get Taylor Hall. I don't oh, think yeah. the Flyers want Taylor Hall to be honest with you. If you asked me, like Hall for Voracek, like oh, on day. our lineup, all, all day, all day. Just not gonna happen. All day. Yeah. So I'm just no. 
Yeah, we're, we're too close to the Adam, cap. Too. No. We're too close to the cap. Thank you, though, for the question. We appreciate it. Next question with Andrew Kaufman. We met Andrew. Andrew's cool. With the boys playing so well, what are you expecting out of the rest of the season? Division title? How far can they go in the playoffs? Have your expectations for this team changed since the start of the year? This is a hard one because it like, is hard going one. into the year, I was like I, I predicted us to uh, be second in the Metro. Yeah, going into the we, year. we did. And we we expected playoffs, but we weren't talking confidently. We were talking like, oh, second round, you know what I mean? But now, I, I, I still say, want playoffs. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say second round right now because I don't want to get too cocky. But, yeah, they definitely I think they've changed since the start of the season for yeah, sure. My expectations have actually been higher because mm-hmm. I, I sit down and I watch this team and I've seen them compete with the best of the best yeah. and win. I think and they I've have seen the perfect... them handle their business at home against teams like the Senators, Red Wings. I've seen yeah. them win those games. And I, honestly, I think they have the perfect mesh of young and old guys. Not old guys, but young guy, like a younger crowd with the the veteran, the actual veteran presence. I think it does well. And they're all friends. They're all friends. They're and AV like they're all buying in. Yeah, do you know how the Eagles so... signed Blunt and that Tory Smith when we made the Super Bowl run? Did that those little pieces just yep. That's pivotal Nis- pieces? Niskanen, Braun. Niskanen, Braun, Pitt, like, I don't know. Hayes. <laughs> like I said, I'm getting a little carried away with myself, but that's just it's just things you think of when your team is playing well. But Yeah, so to finish that, my expectations are high. He, he said how far we can go in the playoffs as well, right? He asked div- um, a division title. Where are you expecting out of the rest of the season? Division title, and how far can they go in the playoffs? Uh, I'm expecting the team to pretty much play on the same pace that they've been playing. Uh, yeah. I think they're gonna. there's going to be stretches where it's not going to be as fun as it is right now yeah. like winning seven one and one in your last nine it's not going to be like that forever like they're going to have losing stretches and stuff like that but at the end of the day i think they're finishing either sec i predicted the beginning of their second in the metro i'm still going to stick by that so i guess in that sense it hasn't really changed but for playoffs um i always thought this this team was just so young to the point where if they made the playoffs like they're going to be competitive fun and you never know what can happen in the playoffs but now like you said the, the mix of veterans and I see the steps Lindblom, Couturier, Provrov take every single year, Konechny every single year. And we talk about Carter Hart at the end of the day. Yeah, he, He's the key. I mean, we were texting the other day saying if, if Carter Hart gets hot at the end of the year, we go from a uh, fun yeah. little team that's just getting their recognition, mm-hmm. good team up and coming to, all right, they might actually contend for something. No, for so, sure. We, yeah, we did talk about that. If Carter Hart, honestly, if any goalie catches fire at the end of – April, they have a ch- that team has a chance to go far because Holby, Bennington, yeah, Flurry, hey, Murray. We've seen it happen every year. Jonathan and Quick. It's possible, man. It's it's fucking possible, and I'm holding on to that hope. Like again, I'm not trying to get too carried away with all these yeah scenarios like, we have yeah, lined like, up. There, there's a show. chance for like going into the playoffs. Carter Hart can get shelled in the playoffs. Like Carter it's Hart, his first playoff. Yeah, the yeah, pressure could get absolutely, to absolutely hundred percent. But either we're or. saying if he's if he's the uh, the Carter Hart of the last November, mm-hmm. like a nine thirty one in November or something ridiculous yeah. that I saw. Yeah, like that. Like <laughs> look sure. out. Like we have. Yeah. Yeah. Team, if, if the team's playing this well in front of that, look out for sure. Thank you for the correct question, Andrew. We appreciate it. Next question is Matthew Will, another loyal listener to the pod. We appreciate you, Matt. What do you want to see out of the goaltending situation? Split starts fifty fifty, or let Hart take seventy thirty? Just want to know your thoughts. I think he, the way he's been handling it is perfect. To be and and he's you. handled it like seven, 75, 25. It was 70, 30, I guess you could say. He, he's. You think so? Yeah, he's favored Hart. He, he favored Elliot. Um, the only time I can think of when he's favored Elliot. Was after was the, Hart getting yeah, shelled in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Elliot started Pittsburgh on the road. And then Hart came in. The, yeah. And I think that gave Hart uh, confidence for sure at the end of that game. because Him and Elliot are close. And they say like the competition they have is really healthy. And that Elliot knows his role and knows that at the end of the day, he, he just wants to make this guy great. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and whatever AV's been doing right now has been perfect because both goalies have been looking good. Do Would I like more Carter Hart? Yeah, sure, because it's, it's fun watching Carter Hart. Carter Hart has played a lot lately. He has been playing. Yeah, yeah he has been playing a lot. So, it, honestly, right now, just, like, just do what he's been doing. Just keep going. Yeah, I, I, I trust AV enough. To the point where I don't have to be every day looking at oh who's start who's starting yeah, whoever's starting that day yeah. hey I trust him because he's putting our team right now in the best spot to win and it's been fun um yeah I think he, it's pretty much been Carter Hart 
uh, 70 30. Yeah. Carter Hart's been on fire lately. Yeah, like seriously. he got the start in Prague. Like he got the big start. You yeah. know what I mean? He's the, he's the goalie, but this is what happens when two goalies are playing well at the same time. This is this is what you do. You you ride both of them until one of them has a shit game and then you ride the other one. Yeah, you know I think I mean? I, it's, just, it's perfect. Whatever AV's been doing has been perfect. I think I said this on the last podcast episode, but when. Whenever I see Elliot starting, like I'm just not mad. Like I'm fine with no, that. Yeah, like, like what I just said. Like, like he stole that Montreal game. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for Elliot, we would have not won that Montreal game at all. That Montreal game would have not went in the overtime, guaranteed. So um, when I see Carter Harder starting, I'm like, yay. When I see <laughs> yeah. Moose starting, I'm like, yay. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> cool, steady. He's like steady Eddie. <laughs> He's like off. He's like no, it's not. I saw it. He's like I used to ref. I love. Fucking love Kevin Hayes. He's been an awesome add to this team, honestly, both on and off the ice. Next I, question. I want to add on to that question. Yeah. That being said, if it's playoff time, I want 100% hard. Hard. I want heart, yeah. I want heart until he implodes against somebody. And then, yeah, give me Elliot. But I feel like even if he did implode, I still want him next, next game. game. It's probably it's not going to happen with AV, bro. If he, if, if he implodes playoffs. in the playoffs, it's probably Elliot next game. What, what about like what about when Lundqvist imploded? Did he, <laughs> did he put uh, anti-Ranta in? Yeah, but bro, you're talking about... Lundqvist, a proven guy, then Carter Hart, a second-year starter. Lundqvist doesn't it, have a cup. It's different, bro. Come on. Lundqvist never won a bro, cup. Bro, it's different. Come on. Lundqvist never won a cup. I understand that, but it's different. Lundqvist is a proven stud of a goalie. He's going to go down as a Hall of Famer right now. If Hart is hot, and he's your number one goaltender, and he's 21 starting in the NHL, <laughs> I know, but why are you comparing... putting Brian Elliott in game four? That makes no fucking sense. I don't know, bro. Why are you saying <laughs> that didn't happen yet? I was just saying it was a hypothetical. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Because imagine they lose that game and off Elliott's oh, goals. It and fucking like, sucks, but I'd if, be like, pissed if, off. if Hart gets shelled game two, bro, you really want Hart? Uh, yeah, back at home, I want uh, fucking Carter You don't know Hart. what game two was, motherfucker. <laughs> game two could have yeah, been here. Yeah, and we could have went. You, you want Hart after getting shelled game three in Boston? <laughs> yes. Yes, because if you want to win a cup, he has to win that game. True. At that. a certain point, you can't just—he's the kid. Let me put Elliot in. He's getting shelled. Like you're in the playoffs, and this is your number one guy. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, if you want to win a cup, it's going to be on his back. Yeah. So you want him to carry you there for sure. But then I wouldn't be mad. Like I, I couldn't get mad at. Yeah, no, 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 I'm dude. Just... <laughs> we're having this conversation about this hypothetical situation right now, and I'm, I'm moving on. Bobby Hackstall, another loyalist. <laughs> we really <laughs> yeah. just did that. Um, I'm sorry. The Flyers are a goal down with less than a minute left in the game. Well, I like this question already. They have a face-off in the offensive zone, and the goalie's pulled. What six guys do you pull, do you want on the ice? I like this question. I like it a lot, Danny. It's very easy for me. <laughs> yeah, first yeah. line, first my, pair, my, Coots. Yeah, my players are probably Danny's players, to be honest. You can keep going. Yeah, first line with T. Oh, well, I guess I can't put TK in that right now, right? I Just, just do it. It's hypothetical. So, uh, for me, it's first line. First D pair plus Coots is your sixth skater. Wait, our first line Frost, Frost G, a Konechny, Niskanen, Provorov, Katoria. Yes, that was exactly what mine was. I just wanted money, sure. yeah, <laughs> cash, yeah. money. That right. was a pretty easy question, but I like that question because yeah, it's I'm fun. sorry if I had a boring answer. To that I feel one, like but... Coach AV when I'm coming up with answers to that question, just putting the lines together. <laughs> well, thanks Arm for the question, GM. My man. Appreciate you. Um, the next question. Is Tim DiNunzio. Tim, I'm really sorry if I butchered that. I'm uh, honestly, I'm sorry. And if we did, correct us, yeah, please. Correct us. Call <laughs> yeah. me the fuck. Tell out. me how to pronounce that name, and I will pronounce it. Call right. me the fuck out if I butchered your name. I'm really sorry if I did. But has Ghost finally won his spot back on the defense? Who has surprised you the most on his team so far? So that's a two word. That's a two. That's, that's two questions. Has Ghost finally won his spot back on the defense? I'd say yeah. Right. If you were to ask me this question before he scored again against Ottawa, I would probably tell you no. Yeah, I'd because the game no. he came back and scored that weird backhanded goal, I still thought he looked bad. I thought he's looked better as games have happened, and I think he looks more confident with the puck. So yeah, I think for right now, I think Ghost has earned his his spot on the defense. Yeah, I do. We're talking over Hague, right? Yeah. Then yeah, I'd say yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Even though Hague hasn't looked bad, like Hague isn't a bad hockey player. He just you get more with ghosts, you know? What yeah, I mean? like if he's hot, if he's hot, I want him in my yeah, lineup. Yeah, of course. And he, he seems to be getting his shit together. Well, the, second the second part yeah. was who has surprised you the most on this team so far? That's an awesome question. Great question. And I'm gonna give a weird answer. I'm gonna say Tyler Pitlick. I have, I did not expect Tyler Pitlick to be this good. He's fucking fun to watch, man. On the forecheck, speedy guy, 
always drawing a penalty, has a sneaky good wrist shot, has an actual hockey IQ playing on our bottom six. I fucking love him. He's making $1 million a year. It's your prototypical fourth-line player. Yeah, definitely my biggest surprise. He's been fucking awesome. I'm going to go Phil Myers. Okay, that's a good Um, one. The way his camp and his year started was really like, okay, they came out and said that he was going to make the team, like he's a full-time NHLer. Yeah. And then it seemed like during camp he lost that. So, like, it's funny because, like, Frost and Faraby, they're fighting for spots and they're knocking on the door. Myers had a spot going into camp and then seemed to lose it. Yeah. So it seemed like there was a little disconnect. You saw AV in the Behind the Glass series saying, like, does this kid, he's playing like he's already made the team. And at that point, it was, he was sent down. I didn't know how long it was going to take for him to get up. Put it this way. Dominated the yeah. NHL. From he after was... that point when he got sent down and, like, had that rough spot in camp, I definitely did not think he would be. Th- Definitely did not think he would be here at this point today. Playing this well. Yeah, playing this yeah, well. Playing Nine points in hockey. 17 games. He's been awesome. Yeah. That's a good one. No, I like that. But the next question is from Christopher. Oh, my fellow Christopher. What is his team identity? Oh, I, think, I think he, it's more clear now from the last two weeks what this team identity is. It's a team that really controls home ice when they have it. It's a team that they don't let you breathe. They're, they're really aggressive, and they pick their spot. They're just, when they're going, they're going. But how many times this year have you seen us break up plays at the line, at the neutral zone? Yeah. We're a quick transition, and not only that, we play the physical game, too. I mean, we all stick up for each other. So I'm going to say identity, if I had to, like, pinpoint it, uh, I'm just going to say physical and skilled. No, for sure. And in June and July, we talked about something with AV because we had nothing else to talk about. But we talked about his coaching style in Vancouver and then his coaching style in in New York and how his Vancouver team was more of a quick transition team because they were, they were really fast with the Centene Twins, obviously. And then the Rangers team was more like forechecking, two-on-ones, like getting those breaks because you're really destructive. destructive Blocking shots. Like, exactly. Yeah, shit like that. got long twist. I, and I said it. I don't know if it was me or you, but I – we said that we thought that his system with us was, was going to be a combination of both of that, and I think it is. It is. Yeah, it like, is. Defensively, we're really sound. Our defensive structure—it's so hard to explain, but like the plays, you can hear them sometimes. Like you can catch it on the hot mic. They'll be like behind the net, behind the net, and you can hear like the uh, shit they're calling really out to each so other. Like, did, did did NBC just like add mics? This year, because I've never I've never heard a team talk this much. I hear yeah. I hear it all the time. I hear AV screaming. Yeah. While, hurry, 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 hurry. hurry. Yeah. I'm like, I fucking love it, man. It's, it's completely different. And I, yeah. sm- I smile every time I hear it. I love it. I, I, I know. Hurry, hurry. Like, loose puck. I'm always like, <laughs> but yeah. But you know the boys on the ice, AV screaming. Yeah. <laughs> it gets them going. Especially, like, when, like, Frost or Faraby out there, you notice that they, they start go. And when he, hurry, hurry. Yeah, especially sure. Frost, he's a center I, on the I back I think check. Frost needs it sometimes. Because sometimes I, I catch Frost just kind of gliding. Man, you know, motherfucker, pick, pick your skates up and skate. I will say that. He, he is sometimes you too might be my stationary. Favorite, yeah, you might be my favorite player, but pick, pick, that, pick your skates up. It'll come with time. It'll come with time. He's a 20-year-old He's so kid. used to just dominating every level he's no, been he'll at, he'll so be it's fine. probably going to take him. I'm not worried about Morgan Frost at all, for sure. We got any more? We do have more, but I'm going to get one more thing with the identity thing. I think there's something with the Joel Faraby thing couple games ago how he said that this team likes to dump the puck in the first period and get the team tired and then by the second period you have more room in the neutral zone to create break-in plays and I think that's fucking awesome and I love how AV I know it's for a fact I'm not even I he definitely goes into games with different game plans man of course and I really feel like the old regime didn't do that and you, the old you regime see just that go out and play my style of hockey don't yeah. don't conform to the other team you know what I mean like this other team has an obvious weakness. Let, let's exploit that. And I feel like AV does that. I really do. It, you see it with the way he deploys uh, Hague and Gostaspare, right? You see it like Gostaspare against the speedy teams. you got a physical yeah. game. You put Hague in. And it's, yeah. it's, he, he does it. He does I it. it. I love it. And does it with can, his goalies, too. You can see it on home ice as well. When he The matchups he puts out in the ice. He, he'll, he'll take a line off. He'll, I'll see Frost line go on, and it's a quick like 10-second shift. Because it's like an icing or the puck goes up on in, in the stance. And he'll, he'll switch them right away. Ideally, you want him to stay out because it was a 10-second shift. But he'll switch them because matchups. You know what I mean? I feel like you, I feel like I caught that a little bit more. But we have a couple more questions. Cody Holmes, another 
loyal listener, always interacting with Cody. Thoughts on JVR still having a limited role in the fourth line. What the fuck is up with our PP and the personnel? Great one. Yeah. So we, I, definitely I don't blame his frustration play. with the PP because honestly it hasn't been good. No, I'm frustrated with yeah, the power it's play. Annoying. Yeah, 100%. Every time we get a power play, especially in a crucial spot, like I want us it, – it's not even like – like I get, I get it. You can't score every time, yeah. but come on, like give me some shots on net, give me some chances, make the goalie steal the fucking penalty kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, they they play better with five on five on five. Even on short, five. the shorthanded, they get more entries sometimes. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, they go on rushes, get more entries. No, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, sometimes versus the power play. Poke it away, and he'll just hustle down the ice. He's also on the PK. The only time the power play ever gets going is when Coots gets out, and he lugs the puck in, puts his back to dudes. That's my two-way center right there. Uh, I want to touch on the JVR part. Yeah, go ahead. JVR, I think that's not a matter of him still being demoted, more as, like, that third line, second line, first line are all going. We're winning. Let's just not not mess it up. He said it, I think, after, I don't know if it was the Ottawa game. Yeah, I think it was the Ottawa game. He's like, I'm not going to fix something that we've won. He's like, I'm not one to critique a win. That was love after that. the Ottawa. Love that. I fucking love that. And it's, it's, it's true. Like, don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. You know what I mean? Like, classic line, but it's true. So you, you said the person, like you said, Hayes on power play, right? He got mm-hmm. shifted on the power play last game. Yeah. Hayes was on mm-hmm. it. Anything, um, anything, like I said before, I trust AV, so whatever he does, yeah, what get it, that fucking power play going, do it. What he seems to do is, like, tinker with stuff, finds what works. You know what I mean? He always... If something's not working, he always mixes and matches, you know, AV. Yeah. Like, it's something not to his liking. And when he finally finds what he likes, he really holds on to it. So, uh, the first, he's going to keep mixing and matching the personnel. Yeah. First unit that really, like, puts it all together and gels and starts will creating. Be that unit. Yeah, yeah will be the I unit. I love how he's not content until we're playing really good. You know what I mean? He's not content with anything about this team until they're playing well. You know what I mean? The beginning of the season, lineup changes like crazy. And now we're playing good hockey. We're winning. He's keeping it. You know what I mean? Power play's not playing, not doing well. Mesh it up until it is, and it, it, when he finds that, like you said, that that's the power play one for now. Until they start sucking, then he'll do it again. Like he's not content anymore with, yeah. with mediocre play. He's putting every single player on this team in a position to Succeed. be the best player that they 100%. can be. Percent calling frost up from the AHL, putting him next to Drew and Konechny is, is a prime example. That's the of move. That. Yeah, that's the that's the go to move to for show sure. somebody how AV has changed his ways. Remember when we hired him? He's not good with young guys. Yeah. He, he rides goalies into the dirt. I call bullshit. I call bullshit as well. Goalies he... seem fine. Young guys seem fine. He's in. <laughs> We're better than the Rangers. <laughs> Fuck off, bro. <laughs> Senators fans are obsessed with us. Have you been seeing the shit they've been talking on Twitter? Yeah, they're like Brady Kachuk has has head. Um, not head has. Real has estate. Real estate yeah. in our head or something like Do that. Do you know what I I read that? We tweet. won the That's fucking what I said. game, bro. I literally was sitting in my room. I read that and I was like. We're in your head, idiot. Maybe your cheap-ass owner and your shitty hockey team has been in rebuild mode for too long for you to open your eyes, but you suck. We're the fifth in the NHL. We won. Fuck off. After after Kachuk mugged Lawton from behind and then hit him again while he was on the ground. They were defending that one, too. They were saying because... Well, Lawton flopped on the first one, so you might as well get your money's worth, your penalty's worth, by, like, tackling him. All right. Dirty play. Dirty move. And right after I was cracking up, I was cracking up saying thanks for the two points because I was getting scared because they were starting to get a little something going. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, the Flyers are at the, yeah. at the end of the game, like the heart's racing, bro. You know what I mean? And when, <laughs> yeah. when that happened, I was like, well, the one, one in the season series with us right now. Yeah. Two weeks from now or two, like 13 days from now, we go to Ottawa. That's going to be a fun game. Bro, it's weird that Flyers Ottawa right now is must must watch hockey and Ottawa's not even a good team. You know what I mean? It's weird. But but yeah, the whole time I'm cracking up, I'm like, you're cheap owner. I'm like, you traded Eric Carlson for peanuts. You traded Mark Stone for peanuts. You still suck. You're, you <laughs> sucked last year, but your first round pick was the Avalanche's pick. Remember? Yeah. Like, just terrible. Love it. Just absolutely terrible. Peasant franchise, just like the <laughs> Islanders. Scott Lawton owns you in your head. Right after he scored, he said, fuck off. <laughs> I love it. Scott Lawton owns you. Another question from Teddy. Don't really understand this question. Line up when Frost comes back. Where does he fit? Uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Frost comes back? Yeah, I don't really understand. So he, he has it, to mean either Patrick a, or Konechny by that, right? It was 12-7-19. He actually said it at 6-30 <laughs> at 12-7-19. So this was 
yesterday at twelve at uh, six thirty five. So it's after he either he either means TK or Patrick, but he accidentally wrote Frost. Man, I'm assuming okay. because like Teddy, let us know. We're gonna assume that you meant TK or <laughs> or Patty, but so maybe he's asking line up when line up when wait. Lineup when Patrick <laughs> comes back. Where, where does Frost fit? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Understand. Yeah, I don't. Maybe. Okay, let, let's do this. Lineup when Patrick comes back. Where does Frost fit? That's what we're gonna use. Like, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I want to answer the question. Yeah, because... we'll, we'll go with that one. Teddy, let us know because we we we've drugged this on for too long. Teddy, sure I don't people know. Are tired I, of us. I don't know where Frost fits if Patrick comes back. Maybe he goes plays wing. I I don't know. Frost what? stays center. I think Patrick plays wing. Okay. And I like that's like that's just something I want to talk eh, about when it's hard when I'm getting the news that Patrick's even close to being back. Wait, oh, he, by the way, by I the know, way, last he, episode we we both said we don't think he's gonna play hockey again this year. He came out during the week during the, the media scrum and said he will play. He thinks he'll play hockey again I this love year. It. I absolutely if he's love saying it. that, then I'll change my view. I think he'll play hockey again. I this think he'll year. play hockey. If yeah, he's, if he's our, saying it like that, yeah, of course we had nothing to base our our thing off. That, that was just our gut feeling. Yeah, like but, obviously I want him to come oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah we said course. that. Of course we want him to come back and come play hockey. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to now. He came out and said, "I think I'm going to play hockey." I mean, he still said, "I think." So it's not, I don't th- I think it's one of those things where he wants to play, but it's not really up to him. Kind of thing. I got some stats on the amount of days he's been skating. And so I think this was the first time he went like a full week of just all skating yep, yeah. and he's been completely fine. Yeah. Maybe not completely fine, but like he he's, hasn't been debilitating. Yeah. It's maybe, a good sign. Maybe two two straight weeks of him being not waking up with a I mean, whatever he's dealing with, I don't know. I don't wanna assume, but yeah, man, I'm I'm really hoping Nolan Patrick comes back because this this team's so deep if he comes back, man. This team's so fun if he comes back. No. We we kept talking. I'm sorry to go off. No, you're fine. We we kept talking about how, like Frost, Farabee, uh, Konechny, Provorov, they're they're not even playing their best hockey yet. Actually, the team as a whole, I don't think has played their best hockey yet. And yeah, I think they'll they'll be the first ones to tell you that. Too. Yeah, like Frost is gonna be better in game fifty than he is right now at game thirty. He's gonna be better at game seventy. And too. I can't stop thinking about Provorov, Konechny, Gossespierre, guys who have been called up like during the Hackstall era mm-hmm. and have had to sit through that. Yeah, What's it going to be like for them when they lock up their playoff spot early? Like They might – I'm excited to see how they look I'm, down the stretch. Dude, I'm excited I'm, for this team. Yeah. Like, it's so exciting to have a hockey team. They're the hottest team in Philadelphia still. You could probably make an argument with the Sixers. They're pretty good too, but it's fun. We have hockey back in Philadelphia, boys. Sixers, Sixers just lost to the Wizards. I'm giving the crown to the Flyers for now. I mean, we lost to fucking Arizona, but they're a good team. Good team, so, yeah. You know, if it was last year, I'd be pissed. Yeah. But. All right, next question. In the hockey, in the net hockey, I'm sorry. Also, a fellow listener. Always, always chats with always us during games. Yeah. Love that shit. Awesome. What can we do to be prepared for our next game versus Colorado? I thought That's about this question one. a lot. And honestly, with Colorado, they're such a quick transition team. Our, our neutral zone... Defense has got to be top top tier. It's got to be on point. AB's got to make sure we're really good at disrupting neutral zone entries because if that team gets going in the neutral zone, say bye bye because they're once they get in the that zone, that top line with Ratnan, McKinnon, and then Landeskog, it will just cycle the fuck out of you. I think speed. AV, AV is gonna start the game very conservative. I think for sure. I think you're gonna see that the the defense just settle in quickly. I don't think you're going to see us take too many chances. And this has kind of been the story of the season. Like, the first period, I think you're going to see us dumping the puck a lot, yeah, hitting that, them in the corners. Yeah, that strategy can get you fucked. It can. Yeah. It can. But if but if you get through that and you weather mm-hmm. the storm, Absolutely, it's, it's worked out well for us. I mean, like, I, I actually, in watching our first periods, it's like, let's just get through this. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, let's just skip to the second. Honestly, I think I think we play speedy teams well. Like Toronto and Especially shit. Especially on the it's road. always good yeah. hockey when we play speedy kind of teams. AV, AV knows how to game plan yeah. for a road win. He yeah, does. Colorado is a speedy team. because, And I agree with you. I think, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I think the beginning of that game, we're going to play kind of prevent. But I think that game's going to open up, man. I think that's going to be a very fun oh, yeah. game to watch, for sure. Second, third period, going to be very fun. First period, I think you're going to see the Flyers know the Avalanche are fast. I think you're going to see them kind of take the crowd out of it, weather the storm, play a slow Dump and chase game for sure, and you really want to see the Flyers finish this game, especially early. You f- get a couple, get a couple goals up on this team early, and like Danny said, you weather that storm. 
then you're just playing hockey, second yeah. third period. You're just playing your kind of hockey, not not down by two. Like you're, you're feeling good about yourself. So the let's loss get a of quick TK start. hurts though. The loss of TK kills. If, we don't, if he's out for we that, we don't game. know. Not gonna. Yeah, like we said. I actually kind of wish like that we. We the news know. came out today, or yeah. or the podcast we came out with it tomorrow, so we could further go upon the news. We'll tweet but about it. Yeah, you'll you'll know our thoughts at about the, it. At the T T L Y on Twitter, you'll know how sad I am. Even <laughs> if he misses one game, I'm going to be uh, really upset. He's he's a huge part of this team, man. He's so fun to watch. And then our last question: Some schmuck Fletcher at <laughs> <laughs> at Manny Bet Benny Vids. I'm going to say that. I'm sorry if I butchered that as well. Once again, call us out if it need yeah, please be. Please call me We'll out. get it better next time if you do. There's some debate on Flyers' Twitter on how to fix the power play. Most analytic people won't ghost back on the power play. How on earth do you take Perevrov off the PP with the year he's having? Simple question, uh, simple answer there, my friend. You don't. Perevrov should not be taking off power play one. He's been playing lights out all year. Bottom line. Yeah, I, I don't want guys to bear back on power play one. I really he don't. Be, he can... If he... He can stay on two, honestly. I he was can, debating he can whether have or not quarterback two. He's been putting pucks in the net lately, but Provov's just been playing lights out hockey all year. And yeah, let him let him play power play two. Power play two gets their chances. Trust me, power play two plays some hockey too. But if this is Ivan Provov, like what we've seen from him so far, like if if, if he's going to be this, if not even better as the years go on, he's so young. He's the dude. guy. He's twenty two. I'll gladly admit I have for weeks I was wrong about that, and now I'm I'm completely flipping it. I'm completely flipping it. I want Provrov there. I don't want Ghost touching it. And I, dude, that's funny. That's funny because a couple of months it's ago I question. was so against that. We were, dude. In summer we were like, if I see Provy on on a, on a power on player player one, I'm gonna be real mad. But now look at us. Provrov said, "Fuck you, dude." When he scored, both of us. When he scored that goal against the Senators, I sat back to myself and really thought, like, he's here. He's a number one, yeah. like a Fran, not like a like a Andrew McDonald. The type of number one 2014, or like Mar- not like a Mark Streit towards the end of his career. I, I'm talking like this is a franchise young number one, 25 plus minutes, and like doesn't miss a game. He t- he got hit. I think it was in the Senators game, or might have been the Arizona game. No, actually, it was the Senators game. He got hit, and he was um he was holding his leg, and he was kind of limping, and he stayed out for the shift. Like they literally, everyone else went in for a line change. He just stayed, and even though he was hurt and like holding his leg, he literally got back on the rush. Went off for a change, was out next shift looking like his same old self. Uh, basically, to wrap it up, like I'm rambling on here, but to wrap it up, I, I'm i just so impressed with Ivan Provorov and Carter Hart. Those two, it, it, like, if you had to pick it, it's it's Couturier, uh, heart and soul of the forwards. Ivan Provorov is now the heart and soul of the D. I mean, he always has been, but now he's, like, arrived as that. Yeah. And now Carter Hart is who he is, and it's like, we got the we got the building blocks. Like yeah, and you, like that's it's, it's just exciting, exciting for I sure. I can tell you're excited. Yeah. I'm excited too, man. But before we wrap this up, I'm gonna talk about Michael Raffle breaking his pinky. It's a I mean, it's a big loss. He's been playing great hockey. It was very sad. Now he's after a big win too. Big win. Yeah. Man. Big win. It does suck to have Raffle out, but he'll be back. It's not a not a season ending injury. We, we will see Raffle back on the ice for sure. And then the next thing I want to talk about is our predictions for next week. And I have mine ready, so I'll just go off. I think Limbaugh needs the pot a couple. I think he needs that. Like, I want a, a classic Limbaugh in tight wrister where, like, I want to see him get on the board with a nice goal. I do. You know what? Three road games this coming week, I think you will see that. He, he seems, he to, does he seems to get on goal the road. on the road. Yeah. yeah, he does seem to do that. I agree. What's yours, though? Oh, this is hard. Um, So, I went with Frost two weeks ago, a Frost prediction, then I went with the JVR prediction. Um... So we've got three games in between our next episode. Maybe. It depends because there's one on Sunday, and we don't know whether or not we're doing it before the Sunday game or after. after. Most likely after, so be on the lookout for that. But three games. I'm going to say in one of these next three games on the road, Drew's going to have a four-point night. That's that's a big one. Danny, if he has a four-point night, I'll scream. I need that from Claude. That's true, baby. Like he, true, he does that he shit. Does, dude, he did it. He did it in Carolina for sure. But this has been episode twenty-one. Twenty-one episodes now, man. Isn't it awesome just to say that? Yeah, it's, it's been fun. I've, I've had fun. That's twenty-one. Cons- actually, not consecutive. Not consecutive. Yeah. You were down. Yeah, bad but we made up for it with we our did. one post-game show, <laughs> one drunken post-game show. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna have weeks where we double up, especially like right now. We're too excited. Sometimes like weeks go by and 
you miss some things. Springtime, I'm sure we'll be doubling up if we're talking about playoffs. If we they, yeah, if, if they're like yeah. clinching a spot in like March, yeah, we're doubling up for sure. You'll see doubled up episodes. We already talked about like when they officially make the playoffs, it, it's definitely being doubled up. I'm definitely about a Thursday, Sunday, or Wednesday, Sunday kind of. Honestly, with the whole playoff thing, I was thinking. We do, of course, we do the Sunday, and then we just do a pregame show before, like maybe each game. I mean, we'll talk yeah. about it. We'll, oh, we'll yeah, definitely talk sure. about it. Maybe we'll, a lot. We, we've been thinking about doing something live too. We like could definitely set that chat. up. No, That'd we could definitely sweet. set that up. Let us know what you guys would like. We, 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 if we did something live, would you guys watch? Because if not, we just wouldn't do it. We would just do a, a pregame. I mean, a postgame show. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to hear that. We're probably we're probably gonna release a poll on our Twitter soon, asking if people would yeah, tune yeah, into a live. Sure. Uh, podcast or like any kind of live yeah, show. That's a good idea. We'll put a yeah. poll up. Go on our Twitter after you listen to this and answer so we know. Yeah. Or just add us yeah. and be like, I want that live show yeah. now. Let us and know. And you'll probably get it next week <laughs> if you want it that bad. Bad? Bad. I love it. Good hockey. We got Colorado, Minnesota, and Winnipeg on a back-to-back all on the road. Oh, we Some go, hard games coming up. go to Minnesota. I hate ugly. Minnesota. Ugly. I hate their fucking jerseys, too. I hate everything about Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> they just scream like I looked at the record the other day and it was like 13 11 and like four and I was like that's just classic Minnesota <laughs> record you know not not good enough to be in a playoff spot but not bad enough to get Lafreniere dude yeah they're the they're the 2012 to 2018 Flyers of the West it's literally what they are yeah we just took their GM and said make us a contender <laughs> thank you <laughs> this has been TYL though episode 20 TLY don't get called out. T-L-Y. Why do I always do that? I feel like I just say it because I'm speaking really quick or that I'm just not thinking about it. Yeah, but you caught me on that one. Oh, well, I, I'm doing it just so you don't get at it again. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate it. I, I, I like people telling me that I, I fucked up. It makes me better for the next episode, man. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're just like the Flyers, you know. We're just trying to get this car driven. <laughs> the system's not figured out yet, you know what I mean? But we're yeah. trending upwards. Yeah. AB's our coach, bro. Just, just hammering us in practices, bro. Just quick practices. I want AB on this podcast. That's our goal. <laughs> that's the dream. One day, Could you imagine? One day, that's gonna happen. We're a small podcast right now. Nine hundred something followers on Twitter. One day, Elaine Vigneault is gonna be on this podcast. Speaking into existence, Dan. Yeah. Speaking into we'll existence. Be on it. And when he is, I'm gonna play this recording in the beginning of that episode. Just, just the flex. He's gonna be like, "Here I am, eh?" <laughs> yeah. I want to school and fucking hurt. <laughs> it hurt why, to why, the are you, net. why are you so good at impressions? I hear <laughs> Danny is so good at impressions. But let's throw our Twitter ass in there real quick before we wrap this up. You can find me in at Chris Stumps, and then you can find Danny at at T L Y Danny. Main Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all the Liberty L or T L Y. Just search it and anything. Search us up, and guess what, guys? Go Flyers, baby! Week of road games. Go Flyers. <laughs>